That's the trouble. They've never smelt you clean before. Probably all die of shock. Ha, very ha. Will attacked him and they scuffled together, grinning, while the empty pail toppled rattling on the hard ground. But when he glanced back as they left, the animals were still moving distractedly, not eating yet, staring after him with those strange, frightened, wide eyes. There might be a fox about again, I suppose, James said. Remind me to tell Mum. No fox could get at the rabbits in their sturdy row, but the chickens were more vulnerable. A family of foxes had broken into one of the hen houses the previous winter and carried off six nicely fattened birds just before marketing time. Mrs Stanton, who relied on the chicken money each year to help pay for eleven Christmas presents, had been so furious she had kept watch afterwards in the cold barn two nights running, but the villains had not come back. Will thought that if he were a fox, he would have kept clear too. His mother might be married to a jeweller, but with generations of Buckinghamshire farmers behind her, she was no joke when the old instincts were roused. Tugging the handcart, a homemade contraption with a bar joining its shafts, he and James made their way down the curve of the overgrown drive and out along the road to Dawson's farm. Quickly past the churchyard, its great dark yew trees leading out over the crumbling wall, more slowly by Rook's Wood on the corner of Church Lane. The tall spinney of horse-chestnut trees, raucous with the calling of the rooks and rubbish-roofed with the clutter of their sprawling nests, was one of their familiar places. Hark at the rooks! Something's disturbed them! The harsh, irregular chorus was deafening, and when Will looked up at the treetops, he saw the sky dark with wheeling birds. They flapped and drifted to and fro. There were no flurries of sudden movement, only this clamorous, interweaving throng of rooks. An owl? They're not chasing anything. Come on, Will. It'll be getting dark soon. That's why it's so odd for the rooks to be in a fuss. They all ought to be roosting by now. Will turned his head reluctantly down again, but then jumped and clutched his brother's arm, his eye caught by a movement in the darkening lane that led away from the road where they stood. Church Lane. It ran between Rookswood and the churchyard to the tiny local church, and then on to the River Thames. Hey! What's up? There's someone over there. Or there was. Looking at us. James sighed. So what? Just someone out for a walk. No, he wasn't. Will screwed up his eyes nervously, peering down the little side road. It was a weird-looking man, all hunched over. And when he saw me looking, he ran off behind a tree. Scuttled, like a beetle. James heaved at the handcart and set off up the road making Will run to keep up. It's just a tramp, then. I don't know, everyone seems to be going batty today. Barb and the rabbits and the rooks, and now you, all yak, twitchety yakking. Come on, let's get that hay. I want my tea. The handcart bumped through the frozen ruts into Dawson's yard, the great earthen square enclosed by buildings on three sides, and they smelt the familiar farm smell. The cowshed must have been mucked out that day. Old George, the toothless cattleman, was piling dung across the yard. He raised a hand to them. Nothing missed, old George. He could see a hawk drop from a mile away. Mr. Dawson came out of a barn. Ah, he said. Are you for Stanton's farm? It was his joke with their mother because of the rabbits and the hens. James said, Yes, please. It's coming, Mr. Dawson said. Old George had disappeared into the barn. Keep them well, then. Tell your mum I'll have ten birds off her tomorrow and four rabbits.
Don't look like that, young Will. If it's not their happy Christmas, it's one for the folks as'll have them. He glanced up at the sky, and Will thought a strange look came over his lined brown face. Up against the lowering grey clouds, two black rooks were flapping slowly over the farm in a wide circle. The rooks are making an awful din today, James said. Will saw a tramp up by the wood. Mr. Dawson looked at Will sharply. What was he like? Just a little old man. He dodged away. So, the walker is abroad, the farmer said softly to himself. Ah, he would be. Nasty weather for walking, James said cheerfully. He nodded at the northern sky over the farmhouse roof. The clouds there seemed to be growing darker, massing in ominous grey mounds with a yellowish tinge. The wind was rising too. It stirred their hair, and they could hear a distant rustling from the tops of the trees.